Hey, hey, you guys, and that's about all you're getting out of me. <laughs> Welcome to the Recency Bias Podcast. My name's Tony Bellotta, and with me are my co-hosts. Uh, 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 your name's not Tony Bellotta tonight. Oh, that's right. Today, it's the return <laughs> of Tony Cohen. <laughs> with me are my co-hosts, Steven Signori. Howdy. And Tony Boza. Yo. And we're missing Frankie, and we're missing Martin, and we're missing Joe, but... Most of those aren't that surprising. Frankie's probably the only surprising miss of the night. So and Frankie has a good reason. So <laughs> Frankie does have a good reason. So uh, with that, we're going to touch on a couple of things and then go basically straight into our division previews for baseball and our award predictions and all that fun stuff. Because baseball starts on Thursday, and I am so fucking excited. And I was going to go to the office Thursday, and now I'm not. Just solely because the Mets <laughs> play at 4 o'clock. Um, all right, so Boza, do you want to ask those hard-hitting questions to yeah. Steven first? So, Steve, um, you and I's team are kind of deadlocked into this who's going to um, blink first with Aaron Rodgers' deal. I, I haven't been on since Aaron Rodgers announced his intentions to play for the Jets, um, basically putting the Packers in a not-great position leverage-wise. Um, and then your GM and your team president – came out today at the owners' meetings and said they didn't necessarily need a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm no master negotiator here, but usually I wouldn't go out and put that in the media if I was trying to get a first-round pick for my quarterback. Just want to know how you feel about that as a co-owner of the team, of course. I... Hold on. As we talk about it, I will put my owner certificate in view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm fucking tired of it. I just want us to get rid of them. I just want to move on. I want the Packers to be able to make moves based off of our new roster. I want the Jets to be able to make moves knowing that they actually have Aaron Rodgers. I'm, like, sick of this shit. It's also, like... um. Our GM today also was, like, playing the game of, oh, you know, we tried to call Aaron, like, throughout the offseason to let him know how he fit into our plans, and, you know, we couldn't get in touch with him. And I'm like, shut up. Like, just – Nobody buys that. (laughs) Shut up. Like, let's just get it done. Let's all just move on. The the thing I will say is I think the Jets, the longer this goes – the more leverage the Packers have. So I think that we're just trying to see how things play out if we wait. Um, and hopefully let it, like the New York media circus just like blow this out of proportion and anger Jets fans to the point where people are just clamoring for this move to get done and the Jets give us more than, than right now what we could probably command because of everything see, that's been said. Steve, I would agree with you if there were still quarterbacks like on the market like that the Jets could go and get. Yes, I would agree with you. But at this point, we're screwed if if either way. So it's like at this point it's Aaron Rodgers. Like everybody's talking as if the deal is done. It's just waiting on a couple of details. Like Robert Sala basically said today, he's like Zach Wilson's our number two quarterback. Uh we are going under the impression that Aaron Rodgers will be here. Um, all that kind of stuff. So I yeah. I don't know about that. I mean the only I, it's going to happen. The deal is going to get done. Whether it's 
two twos or a conditional one for next year. Who knows? Does it make you mad that you could have probably got a King's ransom last year from the Broncos? Uh, yeah, Aaron of course. Yeah. I mean, like even before he got the, the contracts from this past year, I said like, let's just let him go. Like, why are we going to give him the $50 million per year contract when our window is clearly closed? Like, I, I have, I have a know, question. It's just, it was, it was very poor. And I've said this again. And I texted it to you guys too. Very poor management by the Packers. I think if, if Jordan Love is nothing, is, is not at least a Pro Bowl quarterback, Goot gets fired probably within the next two years. I'd I say. have a I have a question about Mr. Jordan Love. Yeah. How do you feel about uh Super Bowl winning coach Andy Reid not having a <laughs> fucking clue who Jordan Love was? Did you see that? No, I didn't. <laughs> it's actually I, you, has... I gotta feel like he's trolling at this. like I don't know. know who he is. Dude, I don't know if he is, but Steven, there's a really funny video where they basically ask him, like, what do you think about Jordan Love? And he was like, who's that? <laughs> I got to say, though, like, it was probably such an out out of nowhere question. Like, why would you ask about a backup quarterback? I'm sure it was. That's not even in your conference. Like, <laughs> but I'm sure it was. Terrible. But the funny part is, like, if you ask me like the backup quarterbacks to a lot of teams, I can probably tell you a good majority of them. I yeah. can definitely tell you Jordan Love's name based on like the media like circus that happened when he was drafted. The yeah. fact that Andy Reid doesn't know who he is almost it's like it's just Andy Reid's in his own little world is hysterical. Yeah, Somebody, I'm not going to take too much from that. I don't really care about whether a coach in a different conference knows who Jordan Love is like. To most people, he's an unknown commodity because he's been sitting behind Aaron for so long. Some people, people that aren't in the NFC North or aren't Jets fans probably, or don't know Packers fans like you guys know me, you know the Jordan Love situation. Like people probably forgot about him because he was chosen as like, that's fair. They thought Aaron was shit at that point and Jordan Love was going to take over like the that year after. They were, they were probably just going to let Aaron play the year after they drafted Jordan. He was going to suck like he did the last few years under McCarthy. And then we would have let him go. And it would have been Jordan Love's show. But then he put up the back-to-back MVP seasons. It was just stupid for the GM, which I liked him in the beginning because he made moves. But he didn't stick to his guns. He drafted Jordan Love to be his guy. And when it came time to switch over to Jordan Love, he gave Aaron Rodgers a dumb contract when we could have when we could have just – either offloaded him or not taken a hit on the cap if we if we released him. And now look where we are. Yeah. No, you're uh, right. So honestly, like I just I want it to end. I just want it to end. I want the team to get in the field. I don't want to hear any more shit from the, the president. I don't want to hear any more shit from the GM. I just want them to get it done. We have the 15th pick in the draft. Maybe we'll get some more. Who knows? But we got the 15th pick. We can do something with that. And that's all I care about. Hey Steve, uh one more thing. The second that this trade drops, I'm going to be sure to post. Well, hopefully it's after Lent since I give up social media. But the video from the draft with Jordan Love, where you just were extremely upset about the pick, I'm going to be <laughs> posting that at least weekly during the season if he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's, that's okay. Um, oh, I'm going to post that weekly if he's not a Pro Bowl quarterback. <laughs> My uh, problem right. with that pick wasn't necessarily Jordan Love. I just want to say that. It's just the fact that. 
we were trying to build we were trying to build a winner and we had pieces there and we traded up and there was plenty of guys in that spot that could have helped us like Patrick Queen and Brandon Ayuk when they were coming out and we took fucking Jordan Love who did nothing for us that year. Yep. And threw away our window that we had with Aaron Rodgers in the end. When the best part is Gukens was was fucking giving free agent contracts out like it was like it was candy that year. <laughs> and then we ended up trading up and taking the quarterback and we didn't need to. That's I why I that will, if Jordan Love turns think, out great, great. You know, like that I'll will be, forever be the craziest draft pick to me. I think. I'll be happy. Um are we done with the Packers? Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's want to go on. My second question. Oh, this dumb team. Hold on. Before you ask me the second question, I have one more football thing because I realized I wasn't mm. – I think we skipped last week. Um, Cowboys released Ezekiel Elliott. That made me yep. – I mean, obviously, I saw it coming. I think we all did. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely a little upsetting because he's probably one of the best running backs that I've gotten to watch on the Cowboys. Tony, so, wish him the best. You see his wish list. is our, So, the Eagles already said no, we, no. And the Jets already were like, no, we're good. So, like – Yeah, this I don't – Listed teams that like interviewed him. I guess it was a list of teams he wanted to play for. Yeah, and I kind of so the other teams, the Bengals, they haven't said anything. I would, if I mean, they Elliot have Bill Mixon. The, but how perfect would that be in my like fandom for Elliot oh, yeah. to go to the Bengals? Because or else I was going to have to jet the fuck up if he goes there. So I and if he goes to the Eagles, I would have to kill myself. So <laughs> this is this is just better, much better this way. But anyway, yeah, that's fair. Bless you. Um, all right. Um, Ask Steve in your second hard-hitting question of the evening. Steve, on the NBA, we're towards the end of the season. The Knicks look like they're going to secure a, a spot and not have to go into the play-in tournament, hopefully. Um, how does it – what's going on? You trade for Kyrie Irving, and you guys are now out of the play, even the play-in games. What? And he's already taken shots at fans. I mean, it's almost like – we called this when they got traded there and he's just a locker room cancer and he's going to drive Luca out of Dallas. Um, I'll have you know that I also called this. Yes. I know. I know you did. <laughs> he did. I know you did. <laughs> I was like, this is Rajon Rondo all over again. You know, what's crazy to me about this whole thing is like, we yeah. all knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And I was agent. So How did all that stuff? And he's a free agent. There's no way he's going to come back to us. Um, yeah. It was a waste. It was a waste. Why would the general manager of the Mavericks think that it's a good idea if the rest of the world clearly realizes this is a terrible idea? Because know, we got desperate. Because Dallas has been trying to get big name players in free agency for years, and no one wants to come. I don't know why, but nobody wants to come. Um, I think it's that, and this year, um, I think Jason gets probably going to get fired, even if we make the playoffs, because we were playing defense pretty well last year, but this year we are just letting the floodgates have opened. Yeah, uh, we can't play defense. So yes, but I did call it. So I'm we're not going to talk about this too much. I, I kind of knew that this was going to happen. I don't know about getting out of play playing rounds and not making the playoffs in general, but. It clearly, Listen, I'm just hoping, not, it clearly does not fit. I'm hoping they don't mess up so badly because I think if I think if you guys drop out of the top, like into the top ten for the lottery, we don't get your pick this year. Huh. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right. So the only thing I'll say is we need a Tyson Chandler type. Mm, fair enough. 
See, still we're missing defense. We're missing a defensive anchor. We don't have that. So fair enough. But I want to talk about I want to talk about the sport that is starting in when this podcast released the day two, after. You need two more minutes. Oh. March Madness is madness. Ah, fuck March Madness. I'm kidding. March Madness is absolute madness. Buzz, I don't know if you have anything specific to say. I'm going to say one um, thing is yeah, that go ahead, man. I actually did a bracket. Last year I came in last. I'm not in last. I had Texas Diego. winning. And Texas, yeah, Diego's is in last. Fuck you, Joe. Um, Texas decided to get outscored 51 to 36 in the second half like a bunch of fox. So screw Texas. I hate college basketball. Um, so the only things I'll say about the tournament this year, um, you can see the lack of stars uh, in the in the games this year. There's no like big names. I want to say like the biggest name I feel like was Marcus Norwell, Norwell from Kansas State. And that was because he was like five foot two. <laughs> um, there was a lot of bad shooting. It's been a lot of low-scoring games. I think it's going to be a historically low tournament for points-wise. But we got four teams besides UConn, because UConn's probably the best college basketball program in the last 25 years. Yeah. Um, but we're getting San Diego State versus uh, FAU and mm-hmm. UConn versus Miami. So not teams that you probably would have picked to be there in the end uh no one seeds survived i think this is the first time the final four doesn't have a even a three seed or higher so i mean it's been entertaining from that per from that point of view but um i don't know the games haven't been that great in general i think i'm still mad at st john's and fordham didn't make it so uh and fordham got hosed without even getting an nit invite which crap but um They've been good. It, as in March Madness will always be fun just because of the one game you're out. We had another 16 seed beat a one seed this year, which I love because, I mean, I think I said it two weeks ago. If you asked me which team would lose, it's Purdue. And <laughs> they're just the biggest choke artist ever. I think they've lost in the last three years now to a 14 seed, a 15 seed, and a 16 seed. So good job, Purdue. Glad I had them in uh... – the finals or whatever the hell I had. Yeah, I told you that was a bad idea. It was, and I still was doing good in my bracket. Yeah, I know, but um, I think you're going to be the top one of, like, uh, the five, the six of us. I don't even – did Martin put a, bra- a bracket in? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. I I'm checking remember. right now. Well, yeah, if anything, three, three out of the four of last place. Actually, wait. Is that you? Yeah, it's you. Yeah. it's you, Frankie, and Diego's are the last three places. <laughs> no, no, no. Richard, Richard Hertz is in third to last. I'm fourth to last. You're fifth to last. Wow, you guys suck at this. Yeah, I'm like tied. Well, everybody sucks like at this. I'm a genius. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Although, whoever, uh, MJ25. Mark, it's Mark O'Connor. He is in the ninety-eighth percentile. Yeah, but he's only in the night. But he like and he is done only, because, and he only guessed one of the final four correct. Right, it's been so crazy this year. Like low scores are winning because, I mean, I think I have one one person in our bracket still has that. 
a winner alive. I think Tom McShane has um, UConn winning the tournament, which they probably will because they're playing on a whole other level right now. They yeah. destroyed Gonzaga. Yeah. yeah. I would but, I would agree. I think I think I feel like it's gonna be uh like FAU UConn in the final and UConn will probably win. UConn's yeah. gonna play all their minds. I feel like UConn might march to the final now. Like they might destroy all these teams. Mm-hmm. Like I think they are probably a ten point favorite over FAU for sure. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to our favorite sport. At least my favorite sport. I'm so hyped. I can't believe baseball starting on Thursday. This is crazy. Thank God. I'm telling you, the off season this year went by a lot quicker. One, because there was no threat of a lockout for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but two, because I feel like because all the free agents got done so quickly, it didn't feel dragged out and like elongated. Yeah, I agree. I think the off season was much better this year. And plus, like owners were actually paying the players and stuff, which mm-hmm. I think was there was less of that like song and dance that typically existed outside of the Carlos Correa drama. So, yeah, um, yeah. All right, so we'll go through each division. I don't remember how we did this last year. Did we do first through fifth, or did we just pick it? Yeah, we did. No, we did. We did first through fifth because fifth. I said the Marlins were going to come in first place, and you guys like yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and, we and he said the Mets weren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a good idea, Steve. All right, so we all know who not to listen to during this little rundown, but we'll, we'll go we'll through. Talk about division. the NL East. Don't listen to me. Uh, go through each division. I guess you can mention your wild card while you're in the division. Mm-hmm. Or however many freaking wild card are we still at the same number of wild cards, or do they? Yeah, we, two wild cards, right? I think so. Should three? Be. Three? Are we at three? I always get confused, man. No, it's two, isn't it? Because the wild cards play each other, I thought. Wait, hang on. I thought it was three because the top two teams get a bye. Because the Yankees and the Astros both got a bye in the first round. (laughs) Oh, God. 16. It's 16 total. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't keep up anymore. It's kind of like sad that they want that money, man. Yeah, I wish they would have done that like 10 years ago when the Mets were stuck in mediocrity all the fucking time. But it, <laughs> they anyway. still have made the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. All right, we're going to go west to east. We'll do the yeah. AL first, then the NL. Yep. Yeah, do you want to – so I know we're going to do our MVP, Rookie of the Year. Do you want to do that at the end, or you want to do that like we'll do the American League divisions and then do the American League awards, or oh, – Yeah, let's do that. I like that. Let's break – because that way I break up the awards a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right. The American League West. You got the Astros, the Mariners, the Rangers, the Athletics, the Angels. Steven, you want to kick us off? Sure. I think, obviously, I think it's for all of us, the A's are going to come in dead last. The the A's are going to be terrible. And then I think it's going to be, you know, this this division's really tough. And I also haven't prepared for this beforehand, but it's like... Rangers are getting the second year of Seager Simeon. The Mariners are fun. I like the Mariners. The Angels should be way better than they are. The Astros are the Astros. I'm going to say the Mariners in fourth. I'm going to say the Rangers in third, the Angels in second, and the Astros in first. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say the A's are probably going to be the worst Major League Baseball team, I think, in the last 
50 years. Um, yeah. They didn't, I mean, Mike brought up a great point when we had our baseball draft. Did, was there a single ace player taken in the fantasy no. baseball draft? Oh, none. Like, I, I I was like trying to think, I was like, can I think of a guy? And I'm like, Tony Kemp is the only guy I can think of on the team. It, like, is Laser Ramon still on the team? Like, like I know I Manai is gone. Be. Yeah, the A's are just, I'm curious actually now, who the fuck is they? Let's go to the athletic step chart. Yeah, they are just so bad. A sad, sad franchise at the moment. Yeah. But they're going to have Maybe. some random guys that, like, have been, um, like, playing on other teams. And you're like, oh, like, look, Jesus Aguilar, first base. <laughs> the A's, I forgot. Is- Trevor May signed with them in the offseason. Oh, my God. Oh, Tyler the Wade's A's? on the A's. Oh, Lord. I'll let Tony Kemp. for them at short. That's Joe's boy, Tyler Wade. Christian Pache the- at center field. Yeah, Listen, this is the, A's are, the A's are just trying to be bad enough to get shipped off to Vegas. Yeah, they are. That's what they want. Um, Me and Diego both have them in last place. Um, I'm going to give Diego his list. Joe has the A's last, Angels fourth, Rangers third, Astros with the wild card, and Mariners winning the division. Steve, I think you're crazy to put – would you put the Mariners in last? Uh, Fourth? Fourth, yeah. You have them, like, dropping off that bad, regressing that hard? I don't think it's about them regressing. I just think, like – I just like the other teams more. I just think that the well, other teams got better. Or well, like they the have more time with like building their team in the Rangers. The Angels have proven to me that you cannot trust them no matter what. So they're going fourth for me as well. I just um, want to trust them really badly. I mean, the fact that they have two of the best players in all of baseball and they cannot do anything with it is hysterical. Um, I know. Their pitching, their pitching actually shouldn't be too bad, which means uh, it's going to be horrendous. Um, they got Tyler Anderson from the Dodgers. He had a breakout year. I'm sure I drafted him. I'm sure he'll go up in flames in the first week. Um, Patrick Sandoval is coming off a really good year. Uh, not Pablo, Patrick. Um, and of course they have Otani. After that though, who else? is Detmers? Detmers. Detmers. Detmers is I not bad. Him. Jose Suarez um, is on a, I don't know if he's going to be an open, I don't like know. on the I opening day rotation, but I don't trust the Angels. So I have them in fourth. Tony, I'm interested where you have the Angels here. Yeah, so I have the Athletics also in dead last. So just for fun, too, I Googled lowest win totals ever. Like the Cleveland Spiders in 1899 went 20 and 134. Can you imagine? No, that would be hysterical. That might happen. Yeah, Yeah, but in like – I don't – that won't happen. In the modern era – it's mostly in the 40s. Like the lowest was 1916. The athletic, the Philadelphia Athletics had 36 wins. The Mets' first season, we had 40 wins. They might, they might not break 50. I think they very well might end up on this this list with 40 wins. But anyway, uh, they'll be in dead last. I have the Rangers in fourth. I think the Rangers are just. I, I don't know what the equivalent of them would be in other sports, but the team that just spends money to keep spending money and can't fucking win is the Rangers. Like. They, Simeon, I don't think is that good. He did not play that well last year. Seager, I like a lot, but he has very little protection around him in that lineup. And pitching wise, they got the Grom. I have no idea if he stays healthy. If he's healthy all freaking year, I can see them making a run for a wild card, but otherwise, I think they're probably in fourth. Um, I have them, I have them third. Uh, um, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like part of your hatred towards them is the DeGrom thing. Um, 
I didn't love I mean, them they, last year either, though. Yeah, I, but I do think the difference the between them and the division, though. The the difference between them and last year is they've now added Degrom, they've added Ivaldi, like they've added legitimate starting pitching. Like they always could hit last year. Yeah, but Ivaldi's um, also like not good either. No, but he's like a solid four. Like he wasn't good for what the Red Sox wanted, were trying to have him do as a one. But yeah. he's a solid four. Um, but I think I don't think they make the playoffs. I think they're they fight for a wild card, but I think this is a two playoff division. Yep. Um, I I can't do what Joe did. I have to give it to the Astros. I think my hatred for the Astros at this point is just I. There's no point in me hating them. They've beaten the Yankees, regardless of like what I say, what I do. It's just it's hard for me to like. I'm always going to hate them, but it's hard for me to just be like, no, they're a trash team or whatever it is. They they're losing Verlander, but they have a ton of starting pitching still. Valdez. Christian Javier, Hunter Brown is coming up for them. It's just, it's never ending for their pitching. Um, yeah. And Jordan Alvarez is a perennial MVP candidate. Um, so I have the Astros one, and I have the Mariners making a wild card again. Their team is going to be good. Again, um, I think their pitching is where it might struggle. Their Julio Rodriguez is a star. Um, top 10 player, I don't agree with that. I think it's getting a little overzealous, but he's going to be a star in this league. So I have the Mariners two, making a wild card Astros one. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I have the Astros winning the division, the Mariners with the wild card. I have the Angels coming in third. I actually do think, for whatever stupid reason in my brain, that the Angels could potentially leapfrog the Mariners. I just think the Mariners pitching is too good, so if their hitters don't regress, because they had a lot of performances last year out of guys that I think Hit, like you don't know if they're going to play that well again. So if they do and their pitching kind of is as good as it looks like it should be, then they should have no problem getting in the wild card. But if that falters and the Angels actually have halfway decent pitching, that like the Angels lineup is so good, man. Like they're like they just need them all to stay healthy and their pitching would like not give up eight runs a game and they in theory can make the wild card. But yeah, but they can't stay healthy. That's yeah. the problem. Like what do you how how long is Trout? Uh, gonna be, or how how long is he even gonna stay healthy for a season? Um, Red Zone yep. is coming off what two straight years of major injuries. Yeah. Now at this point, I think Jared Walsh is already starting the year on the IL. I think they're ca- Max Stassi starting on the IL. They're already getting hit. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That's why I can't put them there yet, and I'm gonna keep the Mariners there, even though probably one of my least confident picks but i think this division could be pretty tight because I, I mean i know i had the angels ahead of the rangers and suppose you had the rangers ahead of them but like mm-hmm. all four like outside the astros winning i think those next three could be pretty interchangeable depending on how things shake out so Dude, listen i would love for this division to be competitive and someone knock the fucking astros off because every year they get to just march to the american league championship series and be fully rested and fully healthy to face the Yankees. <laughs> oh god all right. Uh, good to move on to AL Central? Yep. All right. AL Central's got the Royals, the White Sox, Guardians, Twins, and Tigers. Worst division in the league. Yeah, probably will be. Uh, which one of you wants to kick this one off? Go ahead, Steve. I mean, you guys already know who I'm going to put in first place. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> not shocking. So I think it's going to be Tigers fifth, 
I don't think they're going to be as bad as the Athletics, but they're going to be pretty bad. Um, I think it'll be – this one might be a surprise, but I think the Guardians will come in fourth, Royals in third, White Sox in second, and the Twins in first. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm putting the Twins there because I'm just going to have some fun, whatever. But I think the Guardians – and it, maybe fourth isn't the right place for them. Maybe it's it's probably third and the Royals are fourth. But um, I kept him in our draft. But it looks like Chris, Tristan McKenzie is going to be out for a long time. Um, and the depth after Shane Bieber, or I guess after Tristan McKenzie, is pretty bad. And I don't know if they're going to be able to withstand that loss. Um, they're going to need Plesak and Savale to, like, Really step up. Hey, hey, hey. Don't forget my boy, Cal Quantrill. No, he's – well, no, but, like, I feel like he's a given. Like, he's going to be a good guy for you. But now you're going to have Savali stepping into a, the, the three spot. Like, you're going to need some production. Um, plus, I think a lot of their players last year, like Stephen Kwan, was, like, out of nowhere, like, the best hitter on their – or one of the best hitters on their team because they still have Jose Ramirez, so he's not the best hitter on the team. Um. But I'll also defer to you guys because I'm picking the Twins because I have a soft spot for Byron Buxton, who I wasn't able to get this year, which I'm really sad about. Um, but, yeah, Minnesota Twins because they're, like, my my second team. And Kenta Maeda is back, and he's their fifth starter, and he's going to kill it. Tony, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I have the Royals in last again. I think the Royals stink. Um, I'm going to skip them. I think in fourth – I I hate it. I don't want. Yeah, I want to have some fun. Fuck it. I I think I have the twins in fourth. <laughs> and, and That's not have, fun. Then I have. Well, this is the fun. I have the Tigers in third. I have the White Sox. No, I have the Guardians in second. White Sox in first. Now. My problem with the Twins is I think they're just not going to have enough pitching because I just feel like they're just like four. Like their whole rotation is a bunch of guys that should be number four starters. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know how well that's going to last over an entire season. And their offense doesn't really instill a lot of fear in me outside of like Carlos Correa and Buxton when he's healthy. So I feel like they're going to kind of fall back a bit. Who's the Twins ace at this point? It's not Pablo, is it? It's probably Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Oh, God. Which, like, exa- like he uh, – I don't know. Um, so that's why I kind of have them in fourth. The Tigers, I think, are just going to be a really fun team. I feel like they're getting closer and closer to, like, making a little bit of noise. They're probably still a ways away from making the playoffs, but I think this is the year they start to move forward. I really do think Torkelson's going to have a really big fucking year, and I hope he does because I picked him in fantasy. Um but I think they have like enough young pieces that if a couple of them just kind of break out, they'll probably make some noise. I agree with Steven with the guardians. I think McKenzie being out is going to be a little bit of a problem because now you're a line. Like the guardians are a pitching team. And last year, I mean, so last year they won 92 games. They had breakout performances out of so many players on that team, like between Quan, between Ahmed Rosario, between Andres Jimenez. Like I think they're all, capable of doing that again, but I'm not going to bet on it. So I think they probably falter into like an 81 team or 
Man, low to mid 80s. And then the White Sox, I think, take the step forward that they were supposed to take last year because I think their pitching is really good. I still think they have enough people in their lineup where they like they should be better. I think Eloy Jimenez being back all year should be helpful. I just I think the White Sox are fun and exciting. So I'm kind of hope like part of it's just me hoping that they come in first because I would like to see them make a run. I feel I feel like they've always had like the same lineup, but I'm looking at their depth chart, the White mm-hmm. Sox. They're pretty stacked. They are. Yeah. And they no, even have a good no. bench now. Like holy shit, man. Like every spot is like, damn, that guy's good. Damn, that guy's good. And they have that uh that prospect that's coming up that's starting in right field, Oscar Colas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so all the these guys have- are like dude. Crazy. Even yeah, their out, yeah. just their outfield alone is like Benintendi, Robert, Colas, and then uh, Eloy Jimenez at yeah, DH. Yeah. Benintendi can... might not hit a home run though in, you know? in <laughs> yeah, he... <Tyler> Bank Park. <laughs> he might not, but <laughs> um, so Diego has Royals, Tigers, Twins, Guardians with wild card, and White Sox. Um, I have Tigers in dead last. Tony, I, I just. I can't name a pitcher on their team. So, <laughs> like, I think Eduardo Rodriguez is starting opening day for them. Matthew Boyd. Um, Matthew, Matthew Boyd was really good at some points last year. I picked him up. Yeah, so remember, much. remember when the Tigers wanted Glaber Torres for him? Like, it's just a joke. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. I just, I, they have Javi. They've got Torkelson, but like, there's still a few players away at least for me. A few pitchers away, honestly. Um, the Royals are going to be right there with them, though. This is just a Zach Granke retirement tour here yeah. for them, um, which sucks because our boy Vinny Pasquatino is uh, on the team, uh, leader of Team Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got, after that, I've got the Twins because the Twins are a joke. Uh, sorry, Steve. Byron Buxman doesn't know how to stay healthy. Carlos Correa's leg is probably going to fall off midseason. Um, not to mention the fact that the Twins look like the most desperate team in the world taking him back after the Giants rejected him and the Mets rejected him. Yep. Um, and I, I, Tony, I think you're right. They're pitching. It's, it's just like Sonny Gray. I'm very biased, of course, because of how bad he was with the Yankees. But uh, I do like the Pablo Lopez pickup. Um, I do like that listen, pickup a lot. Listen, but they gave up Luis Sarayas, like one of their right. best hitters, to get him. Yeah, so, it's like a wash. So, listen, it is better for me when the Twins are good because it's an automatic buy from the New York Yankees to the next round when we get to play the Twins. <laughs> so I always pray the Twins make the playoffs. Probably won't this year. I think it's a one-team division. I don't even think the Guardians make it. I think Guardians come in second, yeah. and their pitching is just without McKenzie. Like, Bieber is not the ace that it used to be. He's still, like, going to be a high strikeout guy. Like, But, like, the Yankees beat Bieber up in the playoffs. Like, this, he's not what he used to be. Um, and Cal Quantrill, as much as I love him, he's, like, a solid three, but he's never going to, like, be that guy that can, like, take the ball and guarantee you a win every five days. So mm-hmm. they've got, like, one proven pitcher. Uh, if Zach Plesek got his head out of his ass, they'd have two because he was great his rookie year. Um, and then the White Sox, it, 
listen, the White Sox will win this division if they can stay healthy. Last year, yeah. they had no ability to stay healthy. Lance Lynn was out for like two months. Giolito was like a head case. Dylan Cease looks like he's turned into an ace. He might win the Cy Young this year. Um, so the White Sox have a great pitching staff in that the fact that Dylan Cease is great. Lance Lynn looks like he's healthy and doing well. And um, Lucas Giolito hopefully will get get some kind of help and throw strikes. Um, so I got the White Sox winning this division pretty easily as well. I like it. All right. Come on. Bring it to us. Bring me in. The AL East. I wonder where you guys are going to shake out. Steven's probably got the Yankees in last. <laughs> I want, actually, you know what? Tony, go first. Go first. Okay. I'll go first. Um, I have the Red Sox coming in last again because despite the fact that they keep spending money on players, kind of, I just don't think that they are spending their money in a good way. Like they're, I think if Chris Sale stays healthy all year, they could probably move up a little bit longer, but I'm not about to bet on that either. Their lineup took a big hit. I feel like they have nobody in that lineup that scares me outside of Devers, so I have no idea who's supposed to scare teams. Um, And to be honest, in that division, you're going to need to hit because every team in this division can hit, it feels like. Uh, Coming in fourth, I really, really wanted to move the Orioles up, but I can't. They're going to stay in fourth. I think they're going to be a lot of fun this year and make a lot of great strides. But to me, their pitching staff is going to be a problem because it's headlined by Kyle Gibson. And that's just mm-hmm. not a sentence you would want to hear. So they're going to need to figure that out. Maybe next year they get some pitcher prospects coming up or sign somebody. Then in third, I've got Tampa. I just feel like they're pesky all the time. They'll probably just find themselves there again. Toronto in second, as much as I would love for the Yankees not to win the division, I do have Toronto making the playoffs, though, as the wild card, because I think the Blue Jays are really good. I'm still skeptical, though, of Toronto, because their pitching staff is just – it could go from, like, really good or, like, they could just all implode and just be god-awful. Like, Kikuchi, like uh, – what's not Kikuchi? He's right there. He's right uh, but even what's his name? Uh, Barrios is another one that's like a head case I can't figure out. Barrios like fell off, fell off yes. a cliff. Which is like a number I one with the Twins. I have said it from day one. He yep. is not a good pitcher. No. Yeah. So like the other guys in that like rotation, like you have Gosman, you have, like Chris Bassett, I think was a good pickup for them. He's obviously not an ace though, but he'll at least probably be consistent for them, um, which is all they'll probably need. Considering their lineup, I is don't know ridiculous. how Alex Manoa is good. I don't I, understand it. I don't think that continues, but that's and probably Kevin, an and Kevin Gossman. Opinion. I'm waiting for him to fall off a cliff because, like, this is the same guy that the Yankees destroyed mm-hmm. game after game when he was an Oriole. Like, yep. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't so know I'll talk about that. It I, I picked him. Listen, if yeah, all yeah. those, if all those pitchers on the Blue Jays like have as good of seasons as they're technically capable of, they can leapfrog the Yankees, but I don't really see that happening. Um, And I think the Yankees are just, I mean, they're built to win at this point. You guys have a really good rotation now. Uh, Your lineup is kind of stand speaks for itself. I just don't see how the Yankees don't win this division unless like Aaron judge and Garrett Cole both go down. Let me go first, Steve. Do you want me to go? I'll let you pick. No, I, you want me? I know. It's a, I'll go. 
I have no problem going. Um, I'll I'll go. I want to save you for okay. last. Um, I'm also here to reclaim my fucking fandom after you guys wanted to take it away from me. <laughs> Until he doesn't put the. I'm. At, I actually. Uh, same thing as oh, Tony. No. I've got the Red Sox in last. Although I'm excited for Yoshida, like to see what he's like in the majors. Um, I'm putting the Rays in fourth and the Orioles in third. And the reason why I want to do that very badly is because I took Grayson Rodriguez in the fantasy draft, and he's not starting on the major league roster right yeah, now. They're already, but they're already. I think they're going to stretch him out and then let him come up. And I think, I think it's like. And I feel like you guys have done the same thing too. Like each year in fantasy baseball, we pick up these Orioles pitchers and they all of a sudden give us like 45 point games or like 40 point games and they'll pitch really well, but they don't get the win. Yeah. yeah. And, but their offense is like now pretty good. Like we're getting at levels where like you look at that lineup and you compare it to when the Orioles were, were really good in like, what was that? 15 or 16. And they 15, won all those one run games. Like, yeah. Like I feel like this could be, that kind of year for them. But I think Grayson Rodriguez and eating up innings for them in like a fourth or fifth starter capacity is going to be a big deal for them to be in third. But I have faith. I think that they're probably going to be the most fun team in the league. I really like them. I love their ballpark too. Um, Like I just want them to be good because it's more fun because like, I don't, the Blue Jays are fucking boring. I'm sorry. They have a great team and I'm going to put them in second, but they're boring. Um, no, they're not boring. They're just cocky idiots. I hate them. I hate the Blue Jays. They're annoying. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess like they haven't done anything to deserve. They they haven't done. They haven't won a single thing, and they act like they're the greatest team ever. Yes, fair. Um, and then first place, like there's no. I mean, the Yankees are just so fucking good. Um. I mean, the only the only thing, if you want to be nitpicky with us, two things is fucking Aaron Hicks still starts for us, which is hilarious. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it's not good. No, I don't. Th- I think Cabrera. Cabrera? Take, I think Cabrera will take most of the starting time. I think Hicks is going to start on Thursday, but I think Cabrera is going. Cabrera just played played so well in spring training, and well, everybody's so fed up with Hicks. I'll take that. Um, and then the other thing is, if Clay Holmes goes on a um. If we have the same problems at closer that we did last year, we got uh, really lucky only... with finding Clay Holmes and him like cementing that spot. I'm yeah, just hoping Michael that K- doesn't become the case because we don't have, at least looking at the depth chart, we don't have, to me, a guy that can come in there. And be oh like, no, Michael King's waiting. Save us. Michael so? King's waiting. Yeah, he was. He was the the best pitcher, the best reliever on that staff last year until he got the fluke ass broken arm injury throwing the baseball somehow. Like he, that team is completely different with Michael King there. Like he's the eighth inning guy right now, just because. But I think he probably—that's my prediction. I think he overtakes Clay Holmes. I know I told you to take Clay Holmes, Tony. Um, Thanks for that. I think I think Michael Fuck King that. might take his might take his job eventually. Hope not. Um, you got anything else, Steve, or do you want me to give Joe's and go? No, I'll give Joe's and uh, and do yours. All right, so Diego but I'm taking my fucking fandom back. Okay. All right. Diego has the Red Sox, Orioles, Rays, Blue Jays making a wild card, and then the Yanks. So the Red Sox, dead last. Disgrace of a team at this point. 
Corey Kluber starting opening day. I don't know why Chris Sale is not, unless they're playing in Baltimore and maybe they're saving Chris Sale for the home opener. The only thing I can think of. Um, but just a disgrace of a team at this point. Uh, lost Mookie, lost Xander. Luckily, wow. they kept Devers, but like. Telly demands a trade in like two years. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Chris Sale. I mean, granted, Chris Sale gave his arm for a World Series, but he has not been the same guy since that World Series win. Um, Orioles, I really wanted to put them in third, but I just don't think they're there yet pitching-wise. Grayson Rodriguez got beat up in spring trading. Gunnar Henderson has looked a little rough in spring training, but again, it's spring hitting-wise. So, um, But their pitching is just... I, I, you needed Grayson Rodriguez to take that step up um, for them to have a legitimate chance of passing the Rays, I think. I have the Rays in actually second because of the Blue Jays. Um, the Rays have Shane McClanahan and Tyler Glasnow, who are probably the best, one of the best one-two punches if they're both healthy. Glasnow is made of glass, though. Um, <laughs> and Shane McClanahan was running away with the Scion last year before he got hurt. So um, it all depends on his health, I guess, for him. Um, they're hitting in my mind, their hitting is always bad, but they always figure it out. Somehow they pick up the dregs of the league and figure it out. I will say it again. If Tampa Bay calls you hang up the fucking phone. Yep. Um, the blue Jays, I have in third, I have the both the blue Jays and Tampa making wild card again. Uh, so this is a three team division again. I think the AL East is the best division in the league. Um, well, uh, maybe the NL East is the best in the league actually, but the AL East is, the top in the AL. So um, on to the Yankees. Obviously, I have them in first. Um, I think they need to survive April. Uh, their pitching staff is beat up right now. Carlos Rodon is probably coming back March, May 1st. Um, Sevy is probably going to miss the first three, his first three starts. So probably looking at at least May for Sevy as well. Um, Nestor's good. Garrett Cole's good. Um, I'm actually not too worried about Clark Schmidt. Um, as much as I think Domingo Herman's a scumbag, he is a serviceable pitcher um, for the most part, so I'm not too worried. Um, Yanni Brito is the guy who is taking the ball, I think, Saturday in game two. I don't know why he's pitching game two. Or actually, no, Clark Schmidt might be pitching Saturday. Um, but they need to survive pitching-wise. Uh, the lineup is bar none, one of the best in the league. And thank you, Brian Cashman, for not making me go on a murder spree and for calling up our our savior, Anthony Volpe. He's wearing 77. I'm going on Thursday. They better have the t-shirts ready so I can buy one. <laughs> like, I want the Italian stallion. I'm so pissed at Ant for taking Anthony Volpe away from me in fantasy because that would have been the team name, the Italian stallion Volpe. Um, <laughs> but Anthony Volpe's great. I don't have to deal with IKF as the starting shortstop anymore. Glaber is either Glaber or Peraza. I think Glaber more likely is going to get traded for pitching help. That is my prediction in the op- to opening the season. One of them is going. Um, they might trade Peraza just because then they won't want two rookies up the middle kind of thing. Um, and Glaber, as much as people want to give him shit, like he's a good hitter, he's a decent defender, like. Uh, he's fine in my opinion. I don't understand the Glaber hate. Um, would I have preferred if we traded Glaber last year for Pablo Lopez? Yes, absolutely. Because Pablo Lopez would have been great on this team to 
solidify the rotation. But um, no Glaber. Aaron Judge, still the best hitter in the league. Uh, Stanton is just whether he's healthy or not. Um, Josh Donaldson's actually had a good spring training, so maybe he'll figure it out. Uh, I wouldn't hold your breath about that one. I wouldn't hold my breath, but maybe he'll figure it out. And I want to still play solid defense, which is all, which I guess is all I can ask for at this point. Anthony Rizzo is amazing. Center field. I just need to wait for Harrison Bader to make it back in three weeks because then I definitely won't ever have to see Aaron Hicks's face again on this team. Um, and Aaron Hicks had like a decent spring, which is the only reason I think he's still on the team, but, Oswaldo Cabrera should be the starting left fielder with Judge in center and Stanton in right. That's that is what I would roll out there for the outfield. Aaron Hicks would come in for defense, although he's not even a great defender anymore. I feel like, and um, just to get on my soapbox really quickly, Esteban Florial should not be making this team. Ortega should be making this team as the fourth fucking outfielder. He earned it. He had like a 400 spring while Florial just he's been one of those wasted prospects. And I would really like to know what happened to Debbie Garcia. Like, he's just disappeared from the Yankees, it feels like. Um, yeah, what wise, happened to him? I don't know. I really don't. Like, I got to look into that because I really don't know what happened to him at all. <laughs> you would think he would have gotten a chance. Um, Bullpen-wise, it's Clay Holmes at the top. Our boy Michael King is back. But they got to wait for Canely to get back from injury. Uh, Marinaccio's back. Um, and then I think someone else is injured as well. Lou Trevino, the other guy we picked up from Oakland. So a lot of injuries right now. I think my theme for April is going to be just the survive kind of thing. I think if they can not obviously fall too far behind, I think they will win this division. Not easily, but by a few games. I like it. The Orioles are going to be a pain in the ass this year. I know that. They're just you're gonna have to win those games like ten to eight. I guarantee it. I also feel like the Orioles are gonna dictate a lot of that division just because like who actually can end up winning the majority of the games mm-hmm. against them versus who like doesn't. Like that could easily flip like the Blue Jays raise in the middle and stuff like that. Which obviously I have both of them making the wild card. I'm meant to say that since I don't have anybody out of the central. <clears throat> All right. You wanna do the awards for the AL like yeah. you said? Yeah, let me give Diego's his real quick, so, and then we can talk about ours. So Joe has for the MVP of the AL, he has Flatty Jr. or Otani. He really wants Judge, but he's not picking Judge to repeat. So he's got Vladdy or Otani. Um, for the Cy Young, he's got Cole. For Rookie of the uh, Year, he's got Tristan Cassis, but he would like Volpe or Gunnar Henderson to win it. Um. It's, I, I really want Joe's to come true because then I get I have multiple of these players and I get those little side payouts. That'd be great. There you go. <laughs> um, I'll give mine my MVP this year. I think Jose Ramirez. As much as we shit on the Guardians, like he's got like he's so good and yeah, he he's I think he's gonna carry that team probably to second place. Um, I feel like that's a, out there. The easy answer is to give is Otani because it took judge having a 63 home run year to barely in some people's mind beat Otani. So if you were going to say like, you have to pick life or death, I'd pick Otani, but like, I'm not doing that because it's not fun. So give me Jose Ramirez winning it. Um, Cy Young, 
I'm going to pick Garrett Cole too. I need Garrett Cole to win it. Like he has to win one as a Yankee. Like I, I just need it. Um, Shane McClanahan would be my runner up. I think he's got a good chance of winning one. Um, and then AL rookie of the year. Um, I'd like Volpe to win it, but uh, I feel like Hunter Brown has a really good shot for Houston. That's kind of a dark horse because he's going to win a lot of games for them because of that team. So he's probably a good shot. Um, and yeah, I guess Gunnar Henderson would be my other one, but I'm going to go with Hunter Brown as my, as my guy. I like it. Steve. Um, with Boza on the MVP, I think it's going to be Jose Ramirez. Um, well, the other ones, rookie of the year. I think it's going to be Oscar Colas, right fielder from the White Sox, just because he's he's more seasoned than these other guys. Like he's, um, like he's playing professional baseball in Cuba, so I think that he'll he'll hit the ground running. Um, Cy Young, I want to say Garrett Cole too, but my thought is with Degrom in the AL, if Degrom pitches well the votes are going to go to DeGrom just because they want to see him do it in the AL too. And it's like, oh, what a great story. He can come to the other side and put up the same type of numbers. So Tony might kill somebody if that happens. My heart, my heart says Cole, but my, my brain says DeGrom. Um, I, I, I think you're right, Steve. If DeGrom's healthy and pitches 32 games or 35 games, he's probably going to run away with it. Yeah. Yeah, I just want – imagine him starting 30 plus games but what the fuck do i know he probably will um all right i have for al mvp i don't i mean it's like a dark horse dark horse but like not really i think trout stays healthy and actually wins the mvp this year uh mostly because i just want to see the angels get into the playoffs for once and i feel like maybe trout just stays on the field and like if he stays healthy like I feel like he flies under the radar all the time because he just plays like 100 games, but his stats are bananas in like 100 games. Martin, it's crazy that he dropped all the way to the second round of our fantasy baseball like mm-hmm. league, and I'm just sitting there like, if this guy plays a full season, Martin's yeah. going to have the best player in the league. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's what he is. He's the best player in the league when he plays a full season. He just hasn't done that in like six years, it feels like. Yeah, if I had a back half first round pick, probably not half, but like those last few picks in the first round, I probably would have been picking Trout, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so I have him. AL Cy Young, I refuse to pick Jacob DeGrom. Um, obviously, like in all <laughs> seriousness, though, I really do hope he like is healthy and pitches well because he's the best pitcher I've ever seen in my life. So I would like him to do well. I don't need him to win the Cy Young, though, in the process. He could pitch like 20 <laughs> games, have like a sub two ERA, I'll be fine. Um, I'm going to go with Dylan Cease because I just want to see him take that next step. And I think if he does, the White Sox are probably in a really good spot and the White Sox are a fun team. So that's my reason. Did there. you end up drafting him? I did. <clears throat> Steve, so, so me and Tony were talking like a lot during the draft, obviously, because we're sitting mm-hmm. next to each other. And Tony spent, I want to say, 10 minutes talking to me about, do I take Dylan Cease? Like, I just like could <laughs> yeah. not decide if he wanted to take Dylan Cease as his ace. And now here I am. Now I'm doubling down. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I was looking up like so much stuff online, and there were so many uh, articles that were like targets and avoids, and there were so many avoids that were like avoid Dylan Cease at all costs. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll listen to you. 
To be fair, I did try to avoid him because in the second round, I had Tony so tried. I, yeah. I was on the loop coming back because I had the third pick. So in the snake, I was like, whatever that ends up being in the second round. But I basically said, all right, there was Dylan Cease, Bieber, and somebody else. And I basically was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just going to not pick any of them. And whoever's left at my pick in round three, I'm just going to pick them. And it happened to be Dylan Cease. So <laughs> anyway, we're going to hope he does well. You got to put that good juju in the air. And then uh, rookie of the year, I'm going with my boy Gunner. Uh, that's not just because I picked him. I just, I thought he was really good last year. I picked him up last year. I think, to be honest, I think the AL doesn't have like a lot of options. Obviously, Volpe can make a run at it, but I think he's going to get overshadowed on the Yankees for the most part. Um, and I'm not about to like buy into Yoshida and some of these other guys that mm-hmm. have good odds. So I'm going to go with Gunner. He probably will not win. Probably nothing I just said will be happening. But anyway. All right. National League time. We'll do divisions. Yep. All right. National League West. I realized when I read the names out, I'm going to do last year's standing. So last year it finished Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks, Rockies. Which one of you would like to go first? I'll give Diego. Can I go? Okay. Uh, so Diego has the Rockies finishing in dead last. The Diamondbacks in fourth. The Giants in third, Dodgers as a wild card, and the Padres winning the division this year. Um, so for the most part, I agree with him. Uh, Rockies in dead last. They still have zero pitching. Um, yep. They have no idea what to do when it comes to the contracts that they hand out. Um, they just so they lost Brendan Rodgers for the year. So I think Torval is coming up, and he's like their top shortstop prospect. So like. It might work out for them, um, but they still have no pitching. That's a team I can't name a pitcher on. Like, Daniel Bard is the only guy I know, and he's their closer, and he'll probably Sen- get shipped out. Senzatella. Oh, he's still there? Good for That's him. That's it. <laughs> I think he is. Wait, is Herman Marquez still there? Oh, he might be. Yeah, I think, I think he, he is. Too. I feel like they've had the same pitchers. Yeah, he is. Last, like, Kyle Freeland. Okay. It's yeah, it's the oh, 2000 like, guys. I thought they'd be out of the league by now. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's how bad their pitching is. So um, maybe Chris Bryant will hit a home run in, oh, fuck in Coors Chris Field Bryant. this year. I <laughs> went from loving him before last year to him being one of my least favorite players on the planet. Who did they just sign this year, though? Um, did they have Crone last year? CJ Crone? Yeah, yeah, they, they had Crone last year. They signed Jerickson Profar. Oh yeah, Profar. No, but he came after. I thought they signed like Gertrude? a big, big hitter. Mm, I can't remember. No, because there was like a guy I was like, oh, he might hit 50 home runs there. And then I was like, well, we thought the same thing about Chris Bryant kind of thing. You're not talking about Mike Moustakas, are you? No. Uh, I'm I'm probably mixing up teams. Uh, Charlie Blackman, um, I love him. Uh, I do like Blackman. I feel like his career has been wasted in Colorado, unfortunately. Um Colorado will always have kind of like a soft. Like I always, lo- I want Colorado to be good. They're a fun team when they're good, um, but they're just not this year. So yeah. they're in last for me. Uh, Diamondbacks, I actually have in third. I have the Giants in fourth. The Giants are going to take. They lost. They lost. Carlos Rodon. Uh, they didn't get Judge. Mitch Hanniger's out for like two months. Um, they're. I was looking because I'm going on Thursday. I was looking at their team like offensively. And I know it's going to bite me in the ass saying this, but, like, nobody scares me on that team, like, offensively. Um, Logan Webb is a good pitcher, but he's not, like, a strikeout king. Like, kind of needs to get lucky with the defense kind of thing. 
Um, so I just think the Giants are going to take an even bigger step back. Like, because they went from winning the division, and I think I said last year during our preview, they're going to not make this playoff. And then this year, I, they're just going to come in fourth place. The Diamondbacks are getting good. They're going to be a good team. Um, I think they're still a couple pitchers away. Um, they've got a ton of great prospects coming up. Gabriel Moreno is going to catch for them. Uh, Corbin Carroll got called up, right? He's starting for them. Yep. Um, yeah, he's starting in left field. He's like the number four prospect in Major League Baseball. Um, besides Zach Gallen, I just feel like their pitching is still a little weak. They've got Bumgarner, right? Still there. Yeah, Merrill uh, Kelly had a pretty decent season he, last year, but too. But he's like, he's like a four to me at this point. Like, yeah. He's still, yeah. So it's just, you know, they besides Zach Gallen, they don't have that, like, ace. That's super great. Did Bumgarner get drafted in our league? No. I don't think so. I also don't know. I'm looking at the Dimebacks depth chart. Their fifth starter is some guy named Ryan Nelson. But he pitched mm. three games last year and had a 1.47 ERA. So maybe he's supposed to be good. Mm, we'll see. Um, but they're in third for me. I think they're they're not there yet. But they'll be yeah. there soon. Um, I have the Padres with a wild card. I'm not putting them up as the division yet just because I still don't trust Tatis. How many more games is he suspended to start the season? Another 20? I think so. I, th- I don't. I think by May he's back. Okay. Um, he just he hasn't shown the maturity levels yet. Although that throw he had in right field, he's going to be fine in right field. It looks like. Um, obviously they have Soto. They've got Xander. Um, Joe Musgrove, I think, is missing the first month of the season, um, which is rough. Uh, you Darvish, I'm waiting for him to kind of fall off. Uh, Blake Snell is he's become allergic to the plate, um, mm-hmm. and just I don't know. I don't trust them yet. Uh, Josh Hader, I mean, Tony and I have talked about how he was a head case. Like he is the best reliever in baseball when he's on, but he just was not on the whole like second half of the season last year. Yeah, so I'm I'm not going to give it to them yet. I still think the Dodgers are the team to beat in this division. They might have lost. Turner, Seager, but they just keep churning out pitching, and I'm sure they'll churn out middle middle and uh, Mookie Betts is going to play second base. Uh, it's it's going to be wild, but that's what's going to happen, and the Dodgers will still win the division. Steve, did you go? I can't no, I did not go. I think oh. Rockies in fifth, Giants in fourth, and that's actually the. I think we'll have the same five, four, three. Rockies in fifth, Giants in fourth, Diamondbacks in third. I I was thinking about it, and I was going to put the Padres first, but I'm like, I'm not going to put a team in first until like like they need to con like they need to conquer it. Like for me, like the Dodgers are like a shoe in for that division just about every year. So I'm going to give it to the Dodgers. Also, we talked about the Astros. Like, I feel like the Dodgers just continue to churn guys out too. Like, I think, I think they have their second baseman that's starting Miguel Vargas. Yeah. He's a young guy. He's going to become a stud. Yeah. James Outman center fielder. Like he's a guy that came up in their system. Um, I think the only thing that kind of worries me with them is their pitching. Honestly. I mean, um, but even like that, they got Walker. Like, yeah, I don't know. Last year. 
They've got yeah. Walker. They've got Urias. They've got Kershaw. They've got Dustin May. And I'm sure they've got seven guys in, like, waiting to come up as well. No, they, I mean, they have guys. But, like, we're used to the, like, freaking Dodgers having Clayton Kershaw at his prime. Um Curry Osman, he came up and was playing really well. Walker Bueller, when he was pitching well, like this is not, this doesn't feel like the same type of like. Yes, these are big names in the Dodgers system, but they're not these like perennial like you know they're going to come in every single start and pitch really well. Like Dustin May could get destroyed. Gonsolin's good, but he could also do it too. And Noah Syndergaard is just like a shot in the dark for them, which hopefully he could produce. I keep, I keep forgetting Syndergaard's on this team. <laughs> yeah. That, Tony, what would you hate more? Well, you almost had the worst case scenario of both Wheeler and Syndergaard winning a World Series last year. Yeah, so I don't think so. It, this I don't think nothing really will match. No, nothing could be worse than I. I almost had to watch that, so I'm okay. If they all want to go out west and pitch well, it is what it is. And Syndergaard now has bounced around enough that it's like not stinging as much because he's. Other teams have also said, "Hey, you're pretty much not that good anymore. We're gonna let you go." So we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. I also have the Rockies in dead last because they suck. Not gonna waste my time with them. Uh, I hope Chris Bryant never plays another game. The San Francisco Giants in fourth because I agree with everything you guys said. Basically, I just I think they're just progressively getting worse despite the fact that they keep they always have like one guy that comes out of nowhere, but they for the most part don't have much on this team. I, the most. Think, the thing I'm the most interested in with them is to see how Conforto plays uh, now that he came back. So I'm curious to see where that goes. I have the Dimebacks in third. I agree they're not there yet. But I actually think that they have a lot of, like, decent young pieces, and they're bringing in enough vets that, like, Longoria is there now. I think Ketel Marte is still pretty good. Um, that they have enough guys that they'll probably be able to compete. I just think that Dodgers and Padres are way above them. So... I have the Padres in second pretty much for the same reasons you guys did. I think their pitching staff's kind of crap. I just I, – I've seen nothing out of you, Darvish, still to make me think that he's as good as his ace-level days because he has them. But he just always seems like a head case that could just wake up one day and just, like, forget how to throw the ball over the plate. So – I just don't like a lot of the people behind him, and I think their lineup's going to put up a lot of runs. But I think that's just going to let them beat up on their division. I think when they actually, they, I don't really trust them in the playoffs. I think I know hitting usually carries, but when they face an ace and they get shut down, those bats like they're not going to be able to match up with a lot of teams. I think. And then the Dodgers, I actually like their rotation. I agree that they don't necessarily scare you as much as they used to. But they still have a lot of guys that are just durable and probably going to end up 15, 16 game winners just because the team around them is really good. They're always a versatile team. Like they have so many guys, like we mentioned, Beth might play second. Like half these guys can play more than one position. Like they're, they're almost like indestructible because they lose a guy and they just move people around. Like even the, they signed JD Martinez just like at, at nobody paid any attention. And he's been a very good DH for the last few years on a mm-hmm. Boston team that had no protection outside of Devers. Now you slide him into this lineup, he's going to play really well. So I I see the Dodgers winning. Plus, they won the division by 22 games. I can't point to something that the Dodgers did to get worse and the Padres did to get better that would narrow 22 games down, other than 
the odds that the Dodgers win 111 games is probably low, but I just can't. That's a lot of games, which is also ridiculous. Yeah. Um, really quick update. Mm-hmm. The news came out on Tristan McKenzie. Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, Tristan McKenzie has been shut down due to a strain of his right terrace major muscle and could miss up to eight weeks. Oh. So that's two months for Steve. See you at the All-Star break. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, National League Central time. Who would like to go? Ooh. I'll go All first. Right, Steve. I like doing this division. Like, I feel like it's always a fun one because... Because you could throw darts at a board and it might be right. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to go, man, it's like, who's going to be worse, the Pirates or the Reds? Yeah. They're, they're going to they're try to find out this year. Yeah, they're both going to suck. <laughs> I'm going to give it to, I'm going to say the Pirates come in fifth, the Reds come in fourth, Cubs third, Brewers second, Cardinals first. I feel like this... Division usually is like a clusterfuck, but I feel like the tiers of those teams are pretty easy to understand. Like the Cardinals, I think, like obviously the one-two punch of Goldschmidt, Arenado, Jordan Walker's coming out, which is exciting. Like they, they, I don't know. Like I, I just think that like every year they're just kind of like knocking on the door, but I think that they are the upper echelon of. I think they're the upper echelon of the division. And then I think the wild card team here is the Cubs. Like, I don't know. I, the problem with the Cubs is that, like, they definitely don't have the pitching. But if some of these guys, like some of these hitters, can hit the way that they did, like, if if they can play to their potential, like, they could have a juggernaut of an offense. Um, but I still think, like, the Cardinals are just great. And they're a fun team. I like the Cardinals. Like, they're always... They're always fun. Mm-hmm. So I'll be quick. I'll be quick on that one. But I will say the the I think the Brewers, which I haven't been really naming them, but I think the Brewers will uh, be a wild card team. Yep. I'll go next. Um, I think the Reds come in last. I think they suck. Uh, they just. I can't even point to like promise with them. I just think they're that bad. Like they. There's nobody on that team that I think is really going to help them kind of move forward, even in a bad division, which I think the fact that both of these teams won 62 games last year, them and the Pirates, in a pretty bad division overall, I think tells you all you need to know about this division. I have the Pirates in fourth. I think they have at least some young talent that can be interesting. Like you have O'Neill Cruz at shortstop. I mean, Brian Reynolds is still in the outfield until he gets traded. You have the Andrew McCutcheon comeback. So I think they have enough. Yeah, probably. Um, Their rotation isn't very good either, but I just feel like there's enough random youngsters on this team that anytime you, if you're going to be bad, you might as well have young guys that could potentially take you a little bit further and Mm -hmm. kind of prove to you that you have a little bit of a future. So I think they come in fourth. Uh, Third, I kept going back and forth on this, honestly. Um, I'm going to go with the, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to put the Brewers in third. I think that's probably stupid, but 
I just think the Brewers have slowly like their rotation is very good because they have uh, Burns, they have Woodruff, Freddie Peralta. I feel like I never that that dude feels like he's been in the league for like twenty five years already. But their lineup seems like it's progressively kind of getting worse. Like I feel like they're either losing guys or guys that used to be good are slowly like not as good. So I just feel like they're trending a little bit in the wrong direction. Like they still have guys there that I think can play well, but I just, I don't know. Nothing there is kind of jumping out at me. Cubs. I kind of feel the same way to be honest. That's why I was kind of like a little bit of a toss up, but I do like the Cubs rotation. I think Stroman's going to have a better year. Tyon's there. Kyle Hendricks, I think is still like mediocre for the middle of the rotation. Uh, they have some a mix of veterans and some young guys. So I even like the underrated pickups like Trey Mancini is there now. Like they're, I think they're going to try to be competitive. And if they could stay competitive, if a couple of those games, like one or two run games go their way, they can easily kind of leapfrog the Brewers. So that's sort of what I'm banking on. And then the Cardinals, I just think, are probably one of the best run organizations in baseball. They just have guys go down and guys come up and somehow every single one of them decides they want to be an all-star or they get traded for another all-star. So all-star. Yeah. So I think they're going to be very good. I really kind of hopeful that uh, clarity stays healthy this year. Cause I would like to see how he pitches in the full season again. And I love Jordan yeah. Hicks because Jordan Hicks used to throw like a hundred and like five miles an hour. Um, so Diego's picks for the central, he had the Reds in last, Pirates in fourth, Cubs in third, Brewers as a wild card, Cards in first. So, um, the Reds and the Pirates are like so interchangeable to me because I think the Reds have a decent future pitching prospects and they've got Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, but mm-hmm. they've got no hitters. Like Joey no. Bob is already starting on the, um, IL. I think they're best prospect is Ellie De La Cruz Mm -hmm. um, and he's I think already got an injury too Um, so they've got no hitters but they've got pitchers the Pirates they've got Brian Reynolds for now until he becomes the future left fielder of the Yankees (laughs) Um, they've got O'Neal Cruz like they've got hitters but then their pitching is just like blah yeah like I know they signed Rich Hill Um, who else is who's leading their staff this year. Like Mitch Keller. Brutal Baker's uh, out till like May. Yeah. Um, when he comes back though, he, he's play. a decent pitcher. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like their pitching is like, eh, it's very blocked, yeah. but their hitting is good. Like good. Ron Hayes, if he leads up, clutches back. Santana's always like a, I don't know, not sturdy, but like consistent guy, I guess. He doesn't strike out. He walks a ton. Fucking yeah. G-Man Choi's on that team now. I hate him so much. He kills the Yankees. G-Man kills Choi. Garrett Cole specifically. Like, destroys Garrett Cole. So I'm glad he's out of the Rays, honestly. Um, I have the Cubs in third. Um, their pitching is probably a step up from Block. Like, it's Marcus Stroman. I hate him. He's and I don't like him. Shut his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, my boy Tyone's there. I'm hoping the best for him. Justin Steele's like one of those guys that's like, is he good? Is he not good? Uh, Drew Smiley somehow still in the league. I um, saw that and couldn't believe it. I was like, how are you still pitching? Don't know how this guy's still in the league, honestly. And in um, a rotation. And Hayden was, 
And then Hayden Wisniewski, I think he's supposed to be like a pro- top prospect for them, right? Or I think so. I might be I might be mixing somebody else up. Oh, because uh, I know Kyle Hendricks is is injured, so he's missing the start of the season. Let me look up Wisniewski. I can't remember if he's supposed to be a good prospect or not. Oh, the Yankees are drafting him. He's twenty five. Uh, he's probably probably not. Then maybe I'm mixing somebody else. It might be. I know there's another prospect that's similar in name. So although he came he's up good. last year and pitched pretty good, I'm say he had not a bad short, year last year. Short season, but. Yeah. Yeah, it might be him. Thirty three innings, two ERA, maybe. Um but yeah, so I have the Cubs you know, they've got the Cubs hitting, it's a lot of like, well, if this guy has a really good year. Obviously Swanson is like he's great. I know you don't like to hear that, Tony, but he is. Uh Nico Horner, good hitter, not a power guy kind of thing. Um what version of Ian Happ are you getting? What yeah. version of Cody Bellinger are you getting? Are you I getting think Bellinger is going to have Feeney? a pretty good year. I think he will too because I, I think he he needs to to get a contract next year because this is one of those one year make it deals. So I think he's in a good spot. Um, and then what version of Trey Mancini are you getting? And then the rest of the guys are all like you know like Patrick Wisdom. I mean Hosmer's there at first base. Uh, what what like what does he have left in the tank kind of thing? So Cubs are in third for me. Um, I I've been team Brewers like for so long. Their pitching is still the best in this division. I'm sticking by that with Woodruff, Peralta, and Burns. Yeah. Um, but they're hitting like it's kind of what I was just saying about the Cubs. What version of Yelich are you going to get? Are you going to get MVP Yelich? You're going to get really bad yellows, or maybe you'll get something in the middle. Willie I, Adamas, do, seemed, I think it's hysterical that uh, Yelich and Bellinger are now in the same division after that like MVP race they yeah. had, and they both just fell off. It, it's very funny. Like I remember when people were saying, when because all three Marlins outfielders got traded at the same time, Ozuna, Yelich, and Stanton. Mm-hmm. And everybody was so quick to pile on the Yankees, saying, oh, you got the worst one out of the three. And like, <laughs> yeah. He's probably been the most consistent of the three, honestly. Like, yeah, he didn't have the MVP season that Yelich did, but Yelich has had two seasons like that-ish. Yep. That's about it. Um, Willie Adamas seems to have broken out, which I'm glad he did it all the way over there and yeah. not in Tampa Bay. Um but yeah, Rowdy Telez, like he's a great story. Like I love Rowdy. Yeah. But I don't know. A lot of their guys, I agree. Brian Anderson, he's another Miami. I don't want to say reject, but like another Miami toss off. So I I don't know what version of hitters you guys are gonna get. Devin Williams is probably the best reliever in the game at this point, though. He took that firmly away from Josh Hader last year. Um, his stuff is just disgusting. Yes, he's better than Wood Diaz, Tony. Uh, he is not better than Edwin Diaz. Yes, he is. No, um, don't be silly. <laughs> but yeah, and then the Cardinals, you guys have already hit on to it. Like, they can only get better if Jack Flaherty somehow returns to ace form. Like, their pitching is deep. They've got two of the best hitters in the league, and Arenado and Goldschmidt on the team. Now Jordan Walker's up. I like. Literally, their manager was like, yeah, I don't really know who my one and two hitters are because, you know, I have three and four set. So I'm just going to see who wants to get on base for them to drive you in. <laughs> so 
and the Cardinals probably will run away with this division. I agree. All right, All right. time to go to Tony's home. Yup, you guys can go first. Steve, would you like to do the honors or? Uh, you go first. I'll go. Well, I guess. Okay. Give Joe's first and then. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Diego has the Nats in dead last. Marlins in fourth. Phillies in third. Braves with a wild card. And Mets win the division. I'm shocked Joe didn't try and troll you, Tony. Um, I'm shocked too. I, I have the Nats also in dead last. And they just. They're, they're going to be bad as well. Uh, Patrick Corbin is their only pitcher. Steven Strasburg's arm fell off. Also for a World Series, at least. I think um, they are going to be the second worst team in baseball behind the Athletics. Yeah, I wouldn't, would not doubt that. The Marlins, um, I also have them in fourth, but that's more just because this division is very strong. Um, it just their pitching is very good. Like, uh-huh. it's very good pitching. It's like top-of-the-league type pitching, but I just do not what, know what I'm going to get out of that that lineup. Like, uh-huh. Jazz Chisholm's the MLB, the show, cover, athlete, and nobody can understand why. Um, I don't think he's that good, honestly. Um, it's just... Like, they got Luis Arias now. But I don't know. That lineup to me is just, it's not something that would fear me. They're going to need to win a lot of 2 nothing, 2-1 games. Hey, maybe Jorge Soler carries over what he was doing with the Braves. I doubt it, though, in that giant-ass park. Yeah. Um, Gene Segura is there now, and I don't know. Maybe he has a epiphany of a year again, but probably not. Like, then you're looking at the you know, rest of the guys on the team. Garrett Cooper's been fine. Avisel Garcia is fine. Jesus Sanchez still hasn't figured it out. Um, yeah. Joey Wendell is not a guy that like puts fear in my face. And Jacob Stallings is just a another mess guy. So um, I have them in fourth. It's crazy to put the Phillies in third, but I think uh, I agree with Joe there. Like they're not better than the Braves. They're not better than the Mets. They won't make. They won't make the the playoffs because I think there's a wild card from each division this year again. Uh, this year, um, like yeah, they've got Wheeler and Nola, and that's great. But like Bryce is already out for at least the first two months. I think they've got Real Muto. I don't know what Alec Bohm is going to do. Reese Hoskins is now out for the year. Like they go, they lose one pitcher. I think they're toast, and they still don't know how to manage a bullpen. So I have them in third. Um, this is a toss up for me, honestly, mostly because of two, mostly because of the injuries. I think the fact that the Braves starting pitching is so beat up right now is why I have them as a wild card. Uh, Kyle Wright's on the IL. Soroka still isn't back. Like it's just beat to hell. I think the Mets would have run away with this division if Diaz was healthy and maybe they add a closer. Like I know there's talks about adding the Pirates closer. Um, that helps put some distance, but they would have ran away if they had a had a good closer. Um, is David Robertson closing for you guys, Tony? Probably, yeah. There's a reason we called him Houdini when he pitched for the Yankees. <laughs> like, 
Hey, you also didn't like Ottavino, and he actually did pretty well. No, no, I love I love David Robertson. That's that's the difference. I always <laughs> loved David Robertson, but he was a Houdini act where he put guys on base. He put guys on base, and then he got out of it somehow. But sometimes it burned up. Yeah. Um, I think the Braves lineup is disgustingly good, um, but so is the Mets lineup. I think you guys are being stupid not calling up Brett Batty or Francisco Alvarez at this point. Um, I don't know why you're running out Eduardo Escobar out there. Um, but but your pitching, I mean, Verlander is my Cy Young pick. Um, just, until he just, until he falls off that cliff, I'm going to think he doesn't know how to hit that cliff. Um, and Scherzer is an animal. And then you have Senga. Um, I know, is Cookie healthy to start the season? Or... Say that again. Is Cookie healthy to start the yeah. season or no? Yep. Yeah. He's healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like your starting pitching is for the most part healthy. I know you. Um, what's his name? He's gonna miss a little time. Uh, why am I blanking? Your five, the number five guy. Uh, it literally happened right after you said we haven't had any health issues. He's missing half the season, and they were like, "Oh, it's- oh yeah, Quintana." Quintana, thank you. I already blocked um, that out of my memory because then Diaz got yeah. hurt. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the Mets should run away with this, this division. But again, we thought they were going to kind of run away with the division last year. Um, so I still will pick the Mets. I won't troll Tony because it's not, not trollable right now. Go ahead, Steve. Um, I'm going to be quick because you guys have pretty much said the same stuff that I'm going to say. Uh, Nats in fifth, Nats suck. I love the Marlins, but I can't justify putting them any higher than fourth just because the other three teams are so good. But I do think it's a crapshoot between those three. I think it's going to end up coming down to injuries, but I think it's going to end up being, um, I think it's going to be Braves third, Philly second, Mets first. But again, total crapshoot. Like like if, if Scherzer goes down and has the same types of injuries that he did last year, you don't know. You don't know if Sang is going to be good in the majors to start. That could be trouble. If Strider doesn't pitch the way that he did last year and has a slump, the Braves are in trouble. And then the Phillies are dealing with Reese Hoskins out. And then you look at some of their spots, and it's really good. And then you look at other spots, and it's like really iffy. So, um, I feel like it's going to be one of those like they're they're going to kill each other throughout the season, and then it's going to set up really well for like the Dodgers or the Cardinals, whoever comes out of one of those divisions, because those other two divisions and are in uh, the NL are pretty much like two horse races, but this one's a three horse race. So, but I, I'll pick the Mets for now. I think like on paper, if both team if all the teams are healthy with what we know, I think the Mets are the best team. I don't know how I feel about you all picking the Mets, but uh, <laughs> well, it's a lose lose for us because you either say that, or if one of us didn't pick them, you'd have been like, "Wow, you're just fucking trolling me." So. Which is also true. Good point. Yeah. Um, all right, I've got the Nets and last. I'm not wasting my time with them. They suck. The Marlins, I do agree, have a absolutely sick rotation, and if they can hit the ball a little bit more, they could make a little bit of noise. I think the problem is that the division's too good. I will say, though, with the way that the Phillies are slowly falling apart before the season even starts, 
I could see a scenario where the Marlins leapfrog them. I'm not going to do that off the bat, though, because that would be banking on injuries, and I'm not going to do that. But I think the Phillies last year just got hot at the right time, and that could technically happen again, and they could all get healthy towards the middle to the back half of the year. But I feel like everything went right for them where they got hot, and the Mets and Braves started sputtering. So I just don't see that happening again. And I kind of agree with Steven where – you look around that lineup and there's some spots that it's like, yeah, you have Trey Turner, you have Bryce Harper, but then there's other spots like that. I mean, like I don't give a shit about Brandon Marsh in center. I don't care about Jake Cade. Like there's just random guys all over the place. In the meantime, Cassianos was a bit of a disappointment. So I just don't think the Phillies have enough firepower to hang around with the Mets and the Braves. I'm going to obviously put the Braves in second. I think my biggest thing with the Braves is, kind of what you said, Boza, they just have a lot of injuries in the starting staff and they're going to have to pitch well, I think, to beat teams because, I mean, they still lost Swanson and as much as I'm not a biggest fan, like that was a pretty big part of their lineup. And last year they got a little bit, I'm going to call it lucky with Michael Harris because I feel like Michael Harris basically was supposed to be like a fielding type outfielder and then just came up and was like, I'm going to hit every fucking ball that's even remotely near the plate. So, I just don't think that's going to happen again. So I imagine he takes a little bit of a step back. So I think the Braves are going to be really good. They're going to be my headache all year long. But I think the Mets ultimately will win the division. I think it's going to be for two things, though, mostly. One is, I mean, the Mets still won 100 games last year with basically out Jacob DeGrom, essentially. And now we added Verlander. So Verlander's healthy. I would like to think that that should compensate for it. The thing that's going to be frustrating is we're going to probably blow a few more saves this year than we would have last last year because now we don't have Diaz. Um, and I'm a little bit concerned now about like the seventh inning-ish time frame because now everybody that basically was supposed to be pitching those innings backed up. Awesome. So now instead of having yeah. Ottavino and Robertson around there, now we have them on the back half. So I think ultimately we're going to trade for somebody probably around the deadline. It, whether or not it's a closer, I just think it's going to be another big bullpen arm that they can at least throw out there. And we have pieces to trade since we've been locking up like guys like McNeil and stuff. So we're starting to have a bit of a log jam on our roster where they're going to have to trade some of the, not like top mm-hmm. prospects, but the other guys coming up. Um, and I also think we're going to ultimately trade probably for a designated hitter because I think that the Mets are being really fucking stupid, not starting Brett Beatty to start the season. I just don't get the move, especially after like, they like weren't like since Cohen took over, it seemed like they stopped doing that bullshit where we're just going to keep the youngster in the minors because he's young and uh, fucking blank on my stupid GM's name. Oh, oh my god, not Epler. Yeah, El- Billy Epler. Yeah. Epler. Yeah. So he came out and was like, "Yeah, well, Rafael Devers had 300 games in AAA. Like all these third basemen that had like 200 to 300 games in AAA, and Beatty doesn't." So Dude. I'm like. Go ahead. I was saying when they did that video congratulating Volpe and like Cashman was talking about, oh, you know, you've only had 22 yep. games at AAA. I was like, bro, did I want to smack you for even saying that. Yeah, probably not a good uh, good look. But um, I think he should have been the, on the roster opening day. I honestly think he probably will be by May the latest. And I don't even think it's going to be because of Escobar, but we have no DH. Like, the Mets basically had no DH last year. We tried trading for Darren Ruff. Thank fucking God we cut him. Um, but we're basically rolling out the exact same problem we had last year and expecting things to change. And 
I think that's kind of stupid. So if Beatty can come in and play third, and then you move Escobar if he's hitting well into the DH role, I think it makes a lot more sense than kind of rolling out Vogelbach. And right now we actually don't even have a DH against left-handed pitching, which it's going to be like Tommy Pham probably, but like that's not exactly who I want as my designated hitter. So I imagine that that'll happen by May, but I think we'll ultimately end up training for someone anyway because injuries happen. Escobar, I think, is pretty versatile. So if he needs to like move around, he'll get his starts regardless between second and third base, and then you could bring in like an actual guy that can hit and put him in the DH role. So I'm interested to see what the Mets do. I think their rotation is going to be really good, which will be fun to watch. Um, but not having Diaz is going to be very exciting because now I can't hear trumpets. <laughs> oh god but um yeah that's it that's our division oh. roundup oh i also have the phillies and braves both making the wild card even though i just put right. on the phillies let's do our awards and then our world series pick yep once go. i can go uh go yeah, ahead please. steve um, Cy Young, I think Sandy's going to do it again. He's just an innings eater. He's going to put up great numbers. Um, rookie of the year, I'm going to go with Corbin Carroll. And I think the only reason why I say that over Jordan Walker is because I think Jordan Walker is probably going to hit like seventh or eighth in that order. And I think Corbin Carroll is going to lead off. Um, so he's going to have a lot more opportunities to put up some good numbers. And it's an exciting team with the Diamondbacks. So I don't think like, whether they do good or not is going to really matter for him because they're building like they're building something there. Um, and then for MVP, I want to go with a bit of a dark horse. I'm going to say Manny Machado. I feel like he gets slipped on a lot. Um, I feel like if the Padres do well this year with Soto being out in the beginning of the year and Tatis as well, if Machado can put up those numbers, I feel like he'll get the credit. Um, so I'm going to go with Machado. No, go. I think for my NL MVP, I think the NL MVP is pretty wide open, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. I can see it going a whole bunch of different ways. Um, I think it's going to be Mookie Betts, mostly because I feel like the team is slowly becoming his team. I feel like when he first got there, it was kind of like just plug and play, and they just shoved him into a loaded lineup. But now it's just feels like it's his team. And I think if they have another good year and they basically just blow past the Padres again, I think he'll get some of the credit that he probably deserves, especially if he like shifts into second base. So I'm going to give it to Moki. Uh, Cy Young Award. Uh, who won last year? Alcantara. It, it was, right, Sandy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I actually think he's going to go back to back. That makes me a little hesitant to say that, but I think he's unfucking believable. And the only thing that I see holding him back is the fact that he still needs to pitch against the NL East in a majority of his starts. So I just don't know if maybe in, you know, another year around the Mets and Braves and all these teams start to kind of get a little more used to him and they just beat up on him a little bit more, but I think he probably wins the Cy Young. And then rookie of the year, I really didn't know where to go with this, but I kind of like the Corbin Carroll pick. Um, so I'm going to go with that. I don't have much to add to that though. I don't really like a lot of those guys. Uh, I'm going to give mine and I'll give Joe's. Um, so MVP, um, I think due to teammate competition, 
and the fact that he won it last year, I think Arenado will be motivated to win it this year, and Arenado will win the MVP this year for the Cardinals. I like that a lot. Um, my Cy Young, it's either between Corbin Burns or Justin Verlander. I think very similarly how Steve was saying they'd want to give it to DeGrom. That whole, look, he's doing it in two-league kind of bullshit. Like, I think that's very much going to play into the Justin Verlander. And Justin Verlander is an innings eater, and he's going to be on a team that should win a lot of games. So Verlander probably has a chance at 20 wins this season. Um, so Verlander or Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns probably has the most electric stuff of any of the National League pitchers. So if he puts together a season... I know they don't really care about wins and losses anymore, but like that always does contribute in my mind a little bit still. So that could be where you see an issue, I guess, for him. Um, and rookie of the year, I don't know with this one. I mean, I don't really like any of the guys. Like Senga is a dark horse, but yeah. he's probably like the only pitcher out there, I guess, in the National mm-hmm. League right now. Um, Corbin Carroll probably has the best shot at it. So I'd be between Corbin Carroll and Cody Sanga right now. And listen, there's always dark horse guys that come out of nowhere. Like um, Max Freed came out of fucking nowhere. Um, Ian Anderson came out of nowhere. Yep. Like these guys just come out of nowhere sometimes, the pitchers. So that's mine. Diegas had um, Arenado or Austin Riley. I think that Austin Riley would drive Tony up a wall if that happens. <laughs> um Cy Young, he's got Corbin Burns, and Rookie of the Year, he's actually got Sanga. I don't like this Diegas where he's appeasing Tony. So like, I intentionally, he, I intentionally didn't pick Mets because I can also see Verlander winning a Cy Young. To be completely honest, the Sanya pick I like. I think I'm just curious. I just don't. I don't know. He would need to pitch really well. I feel like to win yeah, Rookie of the Year. I like, agree. They're not going to give it to him if he has an ERA hovering around like a little above four. And to be honest, like I, I'd honestly probably be fine if he has an ERA around four. So I'm okay. Yeah. But yeah. So that's that. And let's do my world series pick now. Let's do it. So Diego, Steve, uh, Tony, I told you this one was going to be funny. He's got yeah, the Yankees winning, obviously, but he's got them over the Cardinals of all teams. I fucking uh, hate him. Uh, so he does not have the Mets making it. Uh, but Joe has the Yankees beating the Cardinals. That would be a very interesting World Series to watch from me and Steve at Joe and Frankie's point of view. Um, not so much Tony's, but yeah, thanks. I don't hate his. Steve, okay. what do you got? Well, I'm going to take the Yankees from the AL. Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. If it's not the Yankees, by the way, after you guys all go, since we're all going to pick the Yankees, tell me a second team you think can make it. Because mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I'm going to do it for when the Mets come around. I'm going to yeah, pick the Mets, yeah. but then I'll ultimately tell you who else I think can make a run. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty easy on the AL side. It's like we're going to pick the Yankees, but if the Yankees don't make it, then it's, it's the Astros. <laughs> I hate saying that. I want to say the White Sox because like, I think they have a good, a well-put-together team, but got to be the Astros or the Yankees. I think it's going to come down to us in the ALCS again. Yeah, I think um, pound for pound, it, those are the two juggernauts of the American League. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And then for, on the NL side, I think it's going to be, oh, my God, 
Tony, I hate to do this to you. I don't want to pick the Mets. I don't want to pick anybody from the NL East. Like, I just think that they're going to kill each other during the regular season, and then whoever comes out of that division is going to just flop. So I'm going to take the Dodgers. I think it's going to be Yankees-Dodgers, and I think the Yankees will win. Okay. Tony, you want to go? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put the Mets in the World Series. If the Mets don't make it, I feel like it. The Dodgers are too easy of a pick. It's not fun. Honestly, it's just. I don't hate Diaz's pick either, but he he left out a very important note. Where typically, when I have to watch a World Series, I don't like my <laughs> options, and I would be okay with the Cardinals winning. So naturally, then I'm gonna just have the Braves in the World Series if it's not the Mets, because that's probably how my life would go. Um, out of the American League, do it, Tony. We know what you want to do. Do I mean, it. A Subway Series would be fun, but do it. I'm like struggling because I think, as good as I think the Astros are, and them being your biggest competition, I just don't think they're a World Series team, and I don't know why. I can't put my finger on that. I feel like it's probably the Yankees. But I also could see the Yankees getting bumped by like a team that shouldn't be beating them. Like if they run into like, like they almost did by the Guardians. Yeah, like if they run into the White Sox or the Blue Jays who got hot at the end of the season and then you play them in like the second round and they fucking knock you out. Like I could see that happening pretty easily, but I think the Yankees did enough on their pitching staff that they'll probably make a World Series. So I'll I'll do a little subway series action. Why not? Be fun. And by fun I mean not at all. But um, so while building my world, to, so obviously I'd have the Astros if, if I didn't pick the Yankees, but I'm picking the Yankees. Um, I didn't want to go Subway Series because I guess um, that might destroy the relationship between my father and I. Um, so I can't root for a Subway World Series. Like I'd rather I don't want one either. Not make it. Like I, one of the teams has to not make it because me and my father will legitimately kill each other. Mm-hmm. If it's the Yankees Mets, like he has always said, like I was the biggest pain in his ass as an eight year old yeah, back in 2000. So like it would not be good. Um, when building my world series, I thought about Tony and I thought about the fact that Tony always hates his options. And that's why I came to the Yankees Braves. Yep. So that's um, perfect. With, that's, that's a, with, that's a Tony world series <laughs> where the Yankees win in six. In that scenario, does like Matt Harvey sign with the Yankees at the back half of the year and just take them there too? Because that's probably the Yankees what actually. The Yankees actually trade for Noah Syndergaard and Zach Wheeler oh as well. <laughs> I'm telling you. And man. the Mets and the and the Braves bring in Matt Harvey. That and the would Braves be something. Actually, the Braves bring in actually Darren Ruff too, and he wins oh, the God. NLCS. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. Darren Ruff's going to sign with a team this year and make me want to kill him. I'm positive <laughs> that that happens. You know what would be a real kick in the ass is if he goes signs with the Giants. That would be a kick in the ass because then he would just go right back there and hit like 30 home runs and I'll have to kill him. Well, yeah, so that's our MLB preview. Everybody, so opening day is baseball. on Thursday. This is going to be great. I don't even know who the first game at 1 o'clock is. Is there like a kickoff Yankees. game or are they all at 1? Yankees. There's two games at 1. Yankees are at 1, though. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna get no work um, done on Thursday. There's just no way I'm going to the office. I'm staying home. I want to. I want to put two things out there for baseball. One, 
you need to fire that umpire that threw J.C. Real Muto out of the game. Oh, my God. That was like he needs, sick. He needs to not manage a baseball game ever again. Yep. Two, why, in God's name, are we still having the day after opening day have five games? <laughs> why? Why? Because we can't do anything right. That is why. Like, Very on brand. I hate these things. These people sometimes. Yeah, I mean, if it, I'm being honest, I also think it's ridiculous that we start baseball on a fucking Thursday afternoon. But here okay. I am. Right, but like you know, at least in late, I don't know. It's fun sometimes. I hate that I get an overload of baseball, and then obviously, like I get to watch the Yankees, and it's great. And then the next day, it's like, ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> like you at least get to watch the Mets two days in a row, Tony. Yeah, I do, which is nice, because that hasn't actually, I'm pretty sure, happened in a while. Usually, we play, and then we're off, and then play. Yeah, so. It'll uh, be good. That's that's my, just my soapbox. All right, cool. Um, also, shout out Mets. They, uh, their fifth starter is David Peterson. I think he's going to have a big year. I meant to say that during my little Mets spiel. I don't know if you're, I don't know if it's an I think, or it's an I hope. Who, me? Yeah, you're saying I think he's going to have a big year. I think now, it's more, I hope he has a big year. I think he is going to have a big year. I think he's I think he's gotten progressively better every single time he basically touches the ball. And I think Quintana getting hurt was almost like a blessing because Peterson has a bigger upside than Quintana. Quintana would have just been an innings guy. But anyway, I think we did this for long enough. This actually wasn't yeah. as long as I thought. Huh. Hour we started we started the MLB part at like nine forty, a little after that. Oh, good job. Good job, guys. Yep. All right. Well, on behalf of uh recency bias bias, wow, stupid. Recency <laughs> bias. Bye. Later. See ya. I don't know what I'm doing. Hold on. How do I stop the stop the record? Stop it. Manage. Stop recording. Boom. Uh, this recording will be.